Well, got a whole four people listen to the last one, and this one should be pretty chill. Um, this is it for Florida, right? Last bike ride. The Lake Tarpon. Last sunrise on Lake Tarpon. For now, right? See, everybody's got to understand. I pulled off quite a lot with very bad situations in my life, right? Very, very uh, negative vibes around me all the time. And I never gave up, right? I kept pushing forward and plugging away because I knew that that and the right mindset would keep me going, right? Once I got sober and I noticed that, it took away another person's last crutch. And I really got to see how that person reacted to another person becoming a better version of who they were when they met that person. You know, um, that's when everything went downhill in my relationship side of life, right, with my wife. And it was hard. Fucking hard. <laughs> Jesus, so hard. Um, you know, now I'm looking at the rest of my life and I want to talk about the things that should make you believe in this process, in this awakening process. And what could happen in your life if maybe you woke up and stopped the shit, you know? Yeah, it might cause you to lose a relationship, but what you gain from it, knowledge-wise and just how you overall feel, is amazing. And keep in mind, there have been people talking about being awake for 10 years. So imagine how deep into it they are, right? Imagine that they can open up their third eye and they can <clears throat> get inside themselves and really engineer the life that they want. And that's what it's about when you get spiritual with yourself. You get inside yourself and you really fix every damn thing. <laughs> I'm talking about you go deep. Like, I'm still dropping off layers. Like, this is it. Like, I know that there's a, man, hours worth of crying coming. Trust me. <laughs> but it's not, it's not sadness. It's um, a little bit. But most of it is, man, I can't wait to show people what else I can do, right? I don't care what anybody says. I'm a strong dude. Like, you gotta understand, I love my, love my wife, but she was a mess when I met her. And I made the mistake of engaging in the mess instead of just walking away right from the beginning. I engaged. And no matter how much we loved each other, and no matter how much we were attracted to each other and no matter how much, you know, the crazy things that would keep happening and the disservice just kept ripping us apart, you know? It's like, and I don't want to sound like a little, a little pansy, but the more I did and the further we went, the more that got put on my shoulders. And I didn't have a license, you know? 
driving around every day making your family money without you know a license put me in a position at all times to give up my freedom right now that would be fine if you're involved with somebody who'd be willing to do the same thing for you but unfortunately from knowing Carla for six years I've realized that that was never happening it was never a a give give it was a give take and she might not know that now she might still tell the crazy stories behind my back that she tells and I'm okay with that because I know Carla is going to go through the same thing I went through she is a reflection of my bad self and she's far from coming all the way out of it you know she spends more time staring at a cell phone than any other adult that I have interaction with in my whole entire life so that's nothing bad about her like we talked about this before she was just programmed a different way that's her habit to break and it's not going to have nothing to do with me starting Monday right and let's kick this shit out right I told the coffee story a while back about how, you know, I was looking for a sign. I want some, you know, proof that I'm really up in this thing. And, you know, universe did what it did. So the deeper I got, I got told not to worry about anything, right? Don't stress. So, you know, in September, I I lived a little frivolously and spent money. And, you know, I took us all the way down to pennies. <laughs> like, almost at a point where I'd be bouncing checks, right? But it didn't happen. I got my check, everything got paid off. So, recently, my twin flame got introduced back into my life. And the twin flame is just, it's a soulmate connection. But this is the rarest of rare connections in the world. And I kind of knew that I always had that with this person. Um, To the point that the second time around, it actually scared the shit out of me. And, you you know, I'm just glad everything went the way it went in my life to get up to this point because this is where it all comes together in the next chapter of the nonprofit and everything else. But so this person came back into my life last week. I was even honest with Carla about it and I let her know and of course three day three day emotion kicks in. It's all about getting laid and this and that and honestly it's not it's not about sex at all. My twin flame knows that it's not it's a connection. You know, it's a spiritual connection. Like we need to be doing certain things together and that's all it is, right? She's got a boyfriend, and she has a boyfriend every time I ended up talking to her. So it's cool, but what happened was, because of that connection, I wasn't sure, you know, if once I got right back to Atlanta that, hey, maybe she would be there. And then for two weeks, I could just go kind of meditate and get inside my head and kind of fix myself and be with, a, be with not only a person I, I love to death, but a great friend, you know? We've known each other for 25 years. You know, when you look at life and you move as much as I did, you almost can forget about who you were at all if you don't have somebody like that in your life to kind of validate the things that went on in your life, you know? That's kind of like how when you lose your parents and take it from me, I lost my mom, you kind of lose the validation in certain stories. You know what I mean? Like, man, you remember that time I scored six hockey goals and I won the game and that person to validate that used to be my mother. Right? So, it's always good to have somebody like that. And I know I'm jumping around. Let me get to the chase. So, what happened, right? I just didn't, I couldn't find a place to live. And the one that I had 
This kid just straight dicked me the last second. Oh, man, I talked to my girlfriend, and, you know. Number one, when I first talked to him, he didn't have a girlfriend. That's why he wanted me to move in there. I was going to teach him how to tint and everything else. So, sorry, man, you know. That's, that's, that's just, I mean, everything's happening because it's supposed to happen the way it's supposed to happen. So, I can't be mad at the kid, but at the same time, people don't. Don't, like, tell people that you know, you got something going on when they're moving their whole entire life back and then just pulled out. But it didn't matter. I didn't let it bother me. I kept a smile on my face. I kept thinking about my twin, right? Because that's what wins the game, your thoughts. So I didn't know what the hell to do. So I had text a friend David about, hey, man, if you know anybody renting a basement apartment, just keep me in a loop. And he texted back around the lake. I said, I don't even care if it's out in the middle of the woods. So, me and my twin had been texting back and forth. I asked her for a little bit of privacy. Because I really had to get down within, right? I had to figure out what was going on. So, I went into meditation. And I simply asked, what is next? Like, you got me really confused now. And not supposed to have any fear in my, in my mind or my body. And I do not. But, you know, it's getting down to go time. And if you're telling me that I should go buy a backpack and pack it with some things and get my bike trailer ready for batteries and stuff so I can still work because what you want me to go do an experiment to show people on YouTube what it's like to be homeless because I'll do it you know is that what it's going to take I got two weeks I can bring my camera and charge it off my battery and kind of show people what's going on in America with the homeless population sure let's do it right but that's that's not going to serve me I have a lot of work to do I have a lot of inner work to do so what happened was in my meditation, and this had happened, this has happened previously with my twin flame who I sent messages and I didn't hear from her. And I was like, huh, kind of weird. I meditated and in the middle of the meditation, she messaged me. So in the middle of this meditation, I got a message and I thought, oh, twin, you know, I asked her some privacy. And I opened my eyes, I looked at my phone and it was my buddy. And he said, hey man, you know, I have this 24 travel trailer, 24 foot travel trailer. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's nice and you can rent it if you want. And I said, well, you know, it has to be put somewhere. Keep that in mind. I really don't want to sign a lease. So that means that, Hey, if I just get somebody to put it here and put it here and put it here and move it around, pay somebody to move it, that'd be pretty chill. But then it hit me again that this really cool guy, James, who been asking me for some marketing help. You know, I remember when I was building the bus and he was one of the nice people who just offered support and his support was, hey, you could park the bus next to my house. And I got power, I got silver, I got all that. So I hit him up and seen what he's been doing. And that's where I'm taking a, taking a travel trailer, right over in Cumming. He lives on a nice big like horse farm type of deal. I can ride my mountain bike around there. I take the dogs for long walks. I can get back to being who I was, right? get back to the inside of myself now that I'm healed now that I don't stress depression anxiety and I don't I don't feel those things like literally I could literally walk into New Jersey now turn myself in and know that everything will be all right right it'll all work out whether I got to meditate in jail or whatnot but anyway synchronicity right when you're living your life the right way when you're living your life making the right choices when you're living your life being compassionate even to people who might have not been compassionate to you and who might have turned your life just totally 
upside down, right? My life could be fixed by now, but that's not the way I wanted my process to be. And why didn't it end before I got to Florida? Because I still had blockages, right? I've always been afraid and, you know, I'll admit to my shit. I've always been afraid to be 100% alone. Nobody ever wants to think about that feeling. And I've been there, but never 100% alone, right? This awakening has me 100% alone because most people don't understand what the hell I'm going through, right? So I can't talk to everybody about it. Now, my twin, I, I can talk to her about all this stuff, and it makes sense, and that feels great. And, you know, as I did tell Carla about what was going on, and I could see the, see the jealousy come flowing out of her head, I could just think, please don't do that. That's so unfair. You know, look at what you just put me through. Look at what I'm going back to. I ignored my whole life for you, you know. So please, like I put taking care of you in front of taking care of me. For once in your life, understand that you have to allow other people just to be happy. No matter how miserable you are inside because that's what basically happened to us. She could not get over those demons and she lives with a lot of, lot of anger. And it just caused a lot of ripples and... As I said, I effed up by engaging, right? You know, I effed up by right in the beginning of the relationship when she dove out a window, landed on her face, and the cops were there. I fell for the, her pointing the fingers the next time I seen her when her mom and Victor were in my house. And I should have known shit was bad then. But I gave it hell, right? I gave it six years. I let people watch me build businesses and watch them get ripped down. Um... It's been a hell of a process. I look back now and I laugh. You know, I used to look back and want to freaking smash shit because I was living such a 3D life, just looking at the money that I was losing. And, you know, there's a lot of things I've just never done right in my life. And now I have the opportunity to kind of change all that stuff. And that's what this next chapter is about, right? Becoming the new me. And uh, I'm excited for everybody to meet the new me. Because I remember the old me, and don't get me wrong, I, I had a big heart, but that dude could get drunk and then tell you to go jump off a bridge in about 10 seconds. Just who I was. I was an asshole. I can own it. Not many people can do that. I own it 1,000%, right? So this is my last sunrise as I stare out at Lake Tarpon. And... Uh, not look forward to the cold weather to come but i am looking forward to a lot of stuff and the beautiful thing about this is y'all get to come right i'm far from done people I'm so far from done i'm just getting started now man talk about positive eric kaiser you might see me on the main stage sooner than later talk to you bye